Look up there in the sky. It's a bird, a plane. It's Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Those boys are so handsome. One guts, one puck, one fortnightly discussion of comic centered culture. I'm your host, Robbie Dorman, literature geek and writer, and I'm your other host, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional artist and illustration nerd. And we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour, your home for news, reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, and much, much more. Hoop de holler! It's episode two hundred and fifty-two. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, one of them numbers that's the same backwards and forwards. Yep. So. It's called a palindrome. That's not what that is. That's a, those are words. Sure. Numbers uh, are Hey, 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 numbers are words. Numbers are not words. One, that's a word. How else am I saying it? Two, this is clearly a word. I'm speaking it with my face hole. Hey, Ansemites. How you guys doing out there? We're talking about Berserk. Volumes one through three. I thought you were going to say we're talking about numbers. We're not talking about numbers. I mean, we are, but we're not. We're, there are numbers involved we don't, in comic we don't, books. We don't need to keep talking about okay. numbers. We're going to talk we about Berserk stop. later on. Uh, Eric's formative yeah. work that shaped him as a young man. Just the just the anime. Okay. I've, I've always wanted to read this manga. Well. And now we are. Now we are. Uh, before we get there, though, we have comic books that came out much more recently to talk about, Eric. Isn't that exciting? You're telling me Kentaro Miura did not publish this book uh last week he did not it was many years ago didn't didn't come out on wednesday 1989 i believe wikipedia tells me is when berserk came out so no that's that's sensible yeah yeah we have comic books that did come out this past couple weeks it is time for floppies for nightly floppies for nightly is where eric and i will review a selection of the past couple weeks books tell you buy or do not buy them as much meter goes one to five if we're feeling mushy about our decision our first book is x-men number three Written by Jonathan Hickman, Art Lineal Francis Yu, inks Jerry Langland and Lineal Francis Yu, colors Sunny Go and Rain Barreto, letters Clayton Cowles. So, Eric, what's up, man? Raise your hand if you were expecting some foul mouth grannies to be the X Men's villain of this week. Um, I was not expecting. I was not expecting Poison Ivy, eco terrorist. Golden Girls, no, because <laughs> that's what they are. They are, yeah. I think I feel like I really encapsulated it well. That's pretty much precisely what they are. They are Golden Girl eco terrorists, mm-hmm. and they have some unkind things to say about Emma Frost. Yeah, the the like I, I'm not really quite sure what those words are supposed to be. But it, uh, I, if I'm you, plugging in the ones that I know, I, that's what I. Yeah, I think it's not the best thing. No, it's very mean. If I, it's I think I can translate what that lady is t- calling Emma Frost, and it's not a nice thing to say to Emma Frost. Um, they, it's a weird thing to say to 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 someone, I think. But I mean, they're not nice ladies. Apparently not. They steal stuff. They kill people. Hmm. Um. What do you think? Oh. Uh, it's peculiar. They're interesting. It's a weird direction. Um, Sebastian Shaw getting a whole page to 
yammer on about stuff is was weird and they're shooting slime guns at people for whatever i i, I don't know i i a lot of slime I don't have necessarily negative feelings about this it's just it's certainly not the most bizarre thing that i've read but it's really unexpected and i i don't hate it it's just it's just a different flavor of what the fuck yeah i i think that's appropriate we've got a lot of slime in this book so mm-hmm. far we've gotten both Krakoan slime and this like anti-mutant slime that they've got because it nullifies their powers uh, the mutant powers apparently um but i it's i think it makes sense mm-hmm. like e- eco-terrorism when you they are you know Krakoa is a weapon basically uh for the mutants and it's become a part of their identity and i don't know it i don't know i think my only complaint is the name horde culture Yes, um... Because it just makes me think of World of Warcraft. For the Horde! Exactly. It does not make me think of... It just makes me think, oh, they're orcs? They like... Do they play Memorgs? They play MMOs? it is kind of... I don't know. I I think that Blizzard is big enough that you should take these things into consideration. Right. I I, I don't know. It's a... It's... A baffling name. I do like the Jean Grey M. Frost uh, conversation. I think that's fun. The sass. The sass back and forth. They got some sass going. She she trolls her because she says her feet are big. That's just... I mean... I don't know, man. Women are strange. I mean, it's that's Emma. I think that's a very... That, that would be an Emma. Like, look, my, my feet are so petite. I'm a real woman. You're a giant clown lady with giant feet. You're like Peggy Hill. Um... I'm gonna buy on this book. I, I I like you know. I I it is a strange chapter, but I think it introduces a new, uh, an interesting little villain that they're gonna. I'm sure gonna be interlocked with other you know human villains as we move along. Jean Grey as Peggy Hill. Do we get? Uh, do we get the Cyclops as Hank? Oh, Bobby. <laughs> That's your your Hank leaves a little bit. To I'm not as good as you, Eric. I can't, I can't do your, I can't do it. I, I mean, I can't, I can't really do his voice either. But I can just like, boom. There you go. That's, do, you just do see. one of those. And yeah, it exactly. Works. I'm a buyer. Are you a buyer? <laughs> I think so. It's just <laughs> there's. I, I don't really have reservations. I just read it and I'm like, what in the fuck is this? So yeah, no, it is. It is good. It is worth reading. It's just all the things we described. Strange. Mm-hmm. Strange in a way you don't expect to get out of out of this Hickman run of of you know, X-Men relaunching. So Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have it's for easier to forget that he wrote Manhattan Projects, uh, which involves you know Does it I guess it does. It has all it has old old men in it. It does. Very filthy old people who kill and eat each other. That's horrible. It is. We need to read it sometime. <laughs> it's, it's very good. Uh, that's a double by X-Men number three. Our next book is X-Force number three, written by Benjamin Percy, art Joshua Kassara, colors Guru FX, letters Joker Mania. Um, This is, uh, you know, I think this is the all-star of the X-Men lineup right now. It's my favorite for sure. Um, It's beautiful. Uh, it's exciting. God, it's so good looking. Um, it has lots of crazy stuff happening. It, you know, we have Xavier. I mean, all we both we were like, oh, they're just gonna 
of course they're going to bring Xavier back. I saw I saw some people online you know, like, oh, they just brought Xavier right back. Well, I'm like, of course they did. They even said it. Yeah. Literally before he died, he's, they told you we had three copies you know, of him. Are you going to get mad that like Wolverine says bub? When they do the thing they say they're going to do. They, yeah, they no, broadcast exactly. it pretty thoroughly. Um, but like half Burt Domino with like psychic energy going on and weird traitors in the midst and the, and the weird peacock man i'm like all kinds of crazy stuff going on i've always been mm -hmm. a fan of the big of yeah th this is the crazy that you expect in a fucking gaxman comic yeah but looks like they're this is a xavier sanctioned i was that was a, gonna be a question of mine as we as this book went on is like well this is gonna be a wetworks team is xavier gonna sanction this it says they say to kill no man but i'm i'm guessing that this team's gonna get to break that rule it might cause problems with the rest of the mutants, but mm -hmm. I like the team. I I I don't I don't know the Joshua Kassar's art is incredible. Um, I like weird black Tom Cassidy is like a half forest man. Some weird I don't know who the hell is you know the traitor hiding around in Kakoa Krakoa, but there's someone doing spooky stuff. And Quentin Choir gets a psychic bazooka. Mm hmm. So I don't know what's what. Where am I? I don't have any complaints. This book's great. I'm a buy. You should read it. I feel like that's Quentin Quires. That's his. That's his punk band. Quentin and the Psychic Bazookas. <coughs> I feel like Quentin Quires is the kind of guy who start a new band every week and then break up the old band before it even started. Yeah. yeah. Double buy. That's, that's definitely his thing. Double buy X Force number three. Next up is Red Mother, the Red Mother. Excuse me, number one, written by Jeremy Hahn, illustrated Danny Luckert, lettered Ed Dukeshire. Jeremy Hahn's a pretty talented guy. You like this book? Um, I'm not blown away by it. It is it. It's 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 good. I enjoyed my time with it. I was irked by the artwork. Why? Um, because it looks like it's all the backgrounds are done in Google SketchUp and all the characters are done in Poser and Traced. And that makes me crazy every <laughs> time I see it. I It doesn't jump out at me on this. You know, certain artists. It is. This is this is I will say um, it is softer, but I got to about three quarters through the book and I'm like, wait a minute. It just, I just wish people wouldn't do it. I, as a non-artist, it doesn't, certain artists, we do that. I can clearly tell, uh, this does not jump out at me and, you know, um, I, I like the writing a lot. I, I mm -hmm. like th that there is a supernatural spooky thing going on in this by the end of this story, but largely the story is about this poor woman and mm -hmm. the trauma she goes through. Yeah. And I'm by the end of this issue, I care about her. I want to know what's going on with her. Yeah. And it's almost like that's a good goal for a story. Yeah, to have like, hey, you have a attach us to your protagonist and make them care about this person. And that's that's what I do. I am interested in her. I want to see what's going on with her weird eye. Um, what this weird demon monster is. I wanna know. I'm a buy on this. I like it. Yeah, I do too. You know, you no more mushiness. No, uh, no. Okay, all right. I, I think like the art it irks me, and I f I feel like I'm right about that. Um, but it's not the only thing I can see. Okay. 
you know, like when I sent you that, that Mikel Janine, that, um, Tom King tweeted or whatever, Mm -hmm. like I couldn't even look at that and just be like, he, I'm just like, he just plopped a computer model right in the comic book. There's literally nothing else. And I, I get some of that in here, but there looks, there looks to be more than that going on. Okay. I feel like you got to at least you. Could, I don't have a problem with people using tools, you know, to speed themselves up. But you gotta, you gotta hide your brushstrokes a little bit, you know. You gotta draw my attention away from the fact that you're doing this thing. Don't let us see the 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 seams. Don't let us see. Yeah. The 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 where the set is. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's a very complicated and hard thing to do all this stuff. So people got to do what they got to do, but do enough drawing and building art that I don't notice. And this is more than other people do. As a double buy on red mother. Number one, next up the Eric Knight special is mm-hmm. dark Knight returns the golden child. Number one written by Frank Miller, art, Raphael, grandpa, Colors, Shorty Belair. Letters, John Workman and Darren Bennett. Sequel to uh, The Dark Knight 3. The your Master f- Race. The Master Race. The book we got about six issues in and then called it quits. <laughs> um, I swear to God, we read all of it. I remember seeing the end of it. I think we I, thought. I think we skipped a few issues. Then I read, we got I the think, last yeah, issue. That's, that's entirely possible. Um, I think this issue is largely... I, 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 don't, I don't know. I Raphael, Raphael Grandpa could draw the phone book. I would buy it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really care that Frank Miller's writing is yeah. really tonally dissonant from, from moment to moment. It doesn't flow mm-hmm. at all. It makes – there's no distinction between who, who – like barely can tell who's talking sometimes. I never know if it's – sometimes it's Darkseid that's talking. Sometimes it's Batwoman that's talking. Sometimes it's the Joker – I don't know, and I don't know what. Yeah, this is a direct sequel. I'm like, did I, we? I like, I read most of the Master Race. What? Why is Dark Side all of a sudden like so important? And like, it feels like, and and the and the election and the Joker. Like, what's? I don't. I don't know what's happening in this book. I don't think you're meant to. Honestly, this is. I I I full on like this book. But not really for anything that Frank Miller's doing. No, <laughs> this is this is like this is this is like reading a, a Jodorowsky comic that's fucking written or drawn by Mobius. You know, this is two madmen making a beautiful piece of art, and one's an accident, and one's incredibly purposeful. Yeah, I I, I would. That's I I don't know what Frank Miller's intent is on this. I've seen very positive reviews about his writing. I don't know what they what comic book those people read. Um, mm-hmm. I I think it's like if this wasn't drawn by Raphael Grandpa, I wouldn't care. But it is, and it, it is unbelievably beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it it is staggering at some points. Uh, how he like I. He draws a really cool dark side. He draws a really cool dark side. I don't like. I don't know how hard I can say he draws a really cool dark side. It's um, probably the best one I've ever seen. It's maybe um, was it Nick Darrington? Maybe did a cooler one. Yeah, on par. 
Yeah, on that that Mr. that Mr. Miracle cover, but this is just as good. And the scenes where he's like engulfed in fire and different, you know, these fight scenes and all this. Um, I wish that DC would sell this without any dialogue or text or narration on it. Yeah, and I would, yeah. I can just see, uh, and I can just like tell the story myself, and like, I don't need uh Frank Frank Miller's ten million narration boxes on this thing. I I less is more when you're working with Raphael Grandpa uh, Frank Miller. That's what I would say. Maybe don't cover up so much of his beautiful, beautiful art. Um, I would say buy this just for the, on the sake of the art. I don't, I don't think the story matters at all. No, I, I completely gave up. I don't really care about it. I think, I think that being said, like I do, kind of like these characters that he's presenting. Like I like the, the Jonathan, and I, I, I remember really liking, uh, whatever the. Uh, Wonder Woman, Super Superman, daughter was. I, there's there's ideas that are great in this, and I think that the comparison to Jodorowsky is very apt because he was just a crazy idea machine, and nothing made sense or mattered. But I I I like a lot of things in this, but in terms of a narrative, it is completely incomprehensible. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but whatever. Raphael, yeah. Grandpa's great. Bye. <clears throat> I'm in the, I'm in the exact same place. I, the, you can, you can buy a comic that is kind of terrible because it's gorgeous. That's 100 percent a thing you can do. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would wait for an art book of this and just buy. The, uh, if DC ever, if they're smart, though, I would 100 percent rather buy a version of this that just has art. I don't want the. So I don't, I can just see that without a bunch of nonsense covering it. <laughs> uh, that's a double buy on The Dark Knight Returns, Golden Child number one. Our last book is Criminal Macabre, The Big Bleed Out number one, written by Steve Niles, art and cover by Giula Nemeth, letters by Nate Pikos of Blambot. This is a, a series, just previously established characters that I've never read of before. Oh, okay. Um, but I looked at the preview. I thought the art looked neat. Uh, it looks pulpy. I think it, it. I think it is pretty strong. And it's, it's spooky supernatural stuff, just in time for Christmas. So, yeah, I thought I'd give it a shot. What do you think, Eric? Um, I mean, I I find vampires and zombies very Christmas appropriate. <laughs> uh, I actually really enjoyed this. I think like it kind of is a big piece of the puzzle of why it didn't sit right with me. Like I was a little uncomfortable with it, it being characters that existed in other stories. And this is this would be like stumbling into a um, a uh, uh, John Constantine story and expecting it to be the first one. And there's all this history or whatever. This is it, it, it's a little bit like that, except I don't know. I <coughs> it, it felt like they were showing me the wrong things. And there's kind of an understanding about these characters already, like written into it. And I think that's what I was picking up. But I do like this and I find it intriguing. There's there's enough in here to make me interested in what's going on here. Yeah, I've read a little bit of Steve Niles here and there. I like him. 
and I haven't read this series before, any of the Criminal Macabre books, uh, and I this makes me go, oh, maybe I should have been reading these. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the art looks really good. I, I really dig it. I really dig it. It reminds me of, um, why can't I think of it? I don't know. I, I, there's someone, some another artist that reminds me of, I cannot place it off the top of my head, though. I, I had it earlier, and I forgot it. I'm picking up some kind of Eric Powell vibes from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's certainly apl- applicable. Um, but I think it's it's moody. I like the the, the shift in color palettes. The vampires, of course, are all red, and, mm-hmm. and you get back to their office, and it's just like pure white. You know, there's like the splashes of red in the the the, the ghoul's eyes, all that stuff. Um, I don't know. It's it's a pretty simple story. Simple story yeah. shape, but there's nice complicating factors. There's multiple plots being balanced, uh, juggled, balanced, whatever. I'm going to buy. I think it's good. I really like detective stories in general, I think. Yeah. Like, I'm just kind of a sucker for them. It's just because they are, at their heart, pretty simple. Like, there's a thing, and you have to figure out a thing. And we introduce <laughs> characters, and we move through this story shape, and it's pleasing because figuring things out is fun meeting these weirdos is fun hot vampire ladies pretty fun strange zombie butler guy pretty cool ghoul not a zombie i don't know what a ghoul is they eat flesh it sounds icky i mean it is i mean i guess i guess i mean we eat flesh but humans flesh have to eat human flesh i see that just doesn't sound nice I mean, they he they only eat dead people. They don't kill anyone. He's a good ghoul. That's a double to buy on on Criminal Macabre, Big Bleed Out number one. That's our last book. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for checking in. Checking in is part show. Eric and I talk about what we've been up to the past few weeks, all the things we've seen and done and played and heard. Eric, how's it, how's it going? It goes. Yeah. They released new Steven Universe. How is that? Um, it's good. Steven Universe is getting more twee by the moment, but I kind of don't hate it. it. The the thing about Steven Universe like kind of started to become a thing that was very high stakes, and it it took a a turn and evolved into something that was lower stakes, and it's more about characters dealing with their pasts and less about big scary things happening which has been interesting and and the the, the did i already set it up that the steven it the, the new series is called steven universe future i don't think i said that you did not say that so i'll i kind of don't want to spoil it for you but it's pretty common knowledge what happens do you care i do not care you can spoil it okay. it's fine um it's pretty common knowledge at this point that the 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 war that was shaping up has is has ended and Stephen has basically created galactic wide peace and there is a time skip of a couple of of, of a couple of years. Stephen has grown up a little bit um and it is just sort of about the characters dealing with everything is moving on they're in a new era as um our our friend jay white is con- uh, fond of saying um 
I believe he says it like, a new era. Is that how it is? Yeah, it's my best Kiwi. That's the best I can do. Yeah. Um, it is. It is good. It is perhaps more twee than ever. Um, but Steven Universe is good and precious, and I enjoy it. It is doing some. It is still doing interesting things. I don't think that kind of at its height, Steven Universe was definitely my favorite thing on TV, and I think it was possibly the best thing on TV. Um, but this, this is, this is, this is simply good. I think I enjoy it. The, there were four episodes that came out on the release day the like, you know, the, the launch day and two more episodes came out. I'm not sure what day I just found it on the DVR. Um, but they were the, 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 the two new episodes were very weird very very strange and did not fit with a lot of the other things that have been done and i kind of didn't like them so i don't know i don't know but it's still worth watching it's not like they were wretched it's just like they were more akin to some of the weaker weirdest episodes that have been done before and not like i wouldn't group them with the last many episodes, which I have thought were very, very good. Um, I played a video game. What? Wait a minute. No, that's my... I say that, Eric. It's true. I'm going to steal your bit. Okay. I don't believe it. There's... This is this is really not that deep a video game. Okay. As much as it is, it's just a fucking toy. Okay. Um, it is a thing you can play online for free. I just happened to see people tweeting about it, and I decided to fuck around with it. Um, it is called AI Dungeon 2. Um, I don't remember if AI Dungeon, the original, is available to play anywhere. But this one, uh, this one, anyone can play. Basically, it's like some weird, like, Google-provided uh, environment that this guy runs some code in. And he created, like, a little AI engine that in its heart it's like a zork text-based adventure game but the thing that is very interesting about it is that because it is ai driven it tries to in, in you can basically type anything into it and it takes that information and tries to write an adventure based on that and the thing that is fun about it is trying to figure out how you can fuck with it. Um, I don't have it. I saved a bunch of logs of the weirder things that I did, but um, I do remember at one point it said back to me, I'm Hulk Hogan and I'm here to marry you. <laughs> it just, it came up with the most bizarre things and it, it has its problems. Like it gets confused um about like people and people's names and like there's a thing where you could god almighty it's so fucking hilarious um there's a thing where you could ordinarily you can pick what kind of adventure you want like you can have a post-apocalyptic world or you can have a fantasy world or any of these things um but like you could write your own thing and it'll try and generate stuff based on that so i told it that I was a four-armed Martian porn star, and it starts to generate the story based on that. 
but I didn't put in a name. So it assigned me a name and told me my name was Scarlett Johansson. Oh, okay. So I'm like, where did this... She really is taking all the roles. Um, It's an interesting thing, and I would suggest Googling it and spending a couple of minutes fucking around with it. It is weird and interesting and fun, and I just... I like AI projects in general, and it's just sort of fun to think about where the math comes out and the insane shit that it says, you know, it's really very interesting. Um, the thing that I did yesterday that did not turn out so great is I was hanging out with some friends and did an art market, the gorilla art market, but it's just sort of something in the air around here. Everything is just kind of sleepy and slow and people seem to have completely lost interest lately in going to art markets i think it's just the timing's not right so like almost no one showed up here but it was still uh, a good time had by all i drank half a bottle of uh, vodka with my friend john and we streamed on facebook live and acted like like idiots for a couple of hours after drinking that whole bottle of uh, our half bottle of vodka we, we we split it and killed it but he, I, I drank that half bottle of vodka on an empty stomach, and he called me a lightweight. So that's that's my crowd now. <sighs> only that's, a half that's bottle. Or... Only yeah, no, only a half bottle. Told me I was weak. It's good that you've done a lot because I've done nothing in the past two weeks. You know that's okay. I uh, gotta take gotta take care of yourself. I spent a week getting our gas back online. It uh, took that long. It took uh, it took us five days <laughs> to get our gas back. Uh, it's crazy. Considering all the things that needed to happen. Uh, but we didn't have hot water for a while uh, in the winter. That's not great, not having hot water. Um, or an oven to cook with, not also great. But we have gas again, but that took up a significant amount of my time. And uh, I'm now sick, or I was sick. I'm sick still, getting over it. But that also took a significant part of my time. I have been watching Star Trek, the original series, from the beginning. It wasn't, it's not Star Trek Terms of Service. No, it's not Star Trek Terms of Service. It is the, you know, it's the Kirk, Captain Kirk, you know, mm -hmm. Shatner, Shatner. The Shat. Shatner, Nimoy, that the, that crew, the, the original show. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna slowly make my way through all of Star Trek. I've decided I'm gonna be watching. I'm gonna watch all of it. That's your journey. Yeah, it's gonna probably take a while, but I'm gonna. I'm you know I'm I every whenever I have a spare you know a couple you know hour or a night or something, I just I'll put on episode two and kind of and watch it and, and take it in. It's it's interesting. Uh, you know the show is so old now, and I've never really watched the original series. I've only watched uh, the more modern shows. So. It's neat. It's 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 not it's it it's it parts interesting and good even. Some of the writing is good and then some parts very outdated and clearly you know written in the 60s. Um some but the you know the, some of the science fiction in it is as strong as any science fiction you'll encounter. It's just, you know, it's television in the 60s and the you know, the gender politics in it, you know, it's despite, you know, Star Trek being pretty progressive for the time it is still pretty backwards in a lot of ways um it's interesting seeing shanner young again after i'm so used to him being an older guy um i don't know i, I i've only watched like the first 
four or five episodes, I think. Um, already two plots of uh, people get god powers and they can't control them. <laughs> There's already even two separate episodes where at one point it's a little uh, like a teenage boy gets god powers. Uh, guess what? He wants to fuck a lot. That's what his. That's what he wants. When he doesn't get it, he's upset. And then the next one is this: uh, uh, an older guy gets god powers and he just wants to, you know, to control the earth. But you know that can't happen. I can't let that happen. Kirk won't let that happen. Um, I'm going to get you watching Star Trek one of these days, Eric. You keep threatening me with this. You need you you'll you'll like it. I'm I I it's like. It's the problem is there's just so much of it, um, but I I loved the next gen. I watched that all the time growing up, and when you started watching Gargoyles, I, they, oh I'm never gonna finish it. I mean I know, but I mean like next gen, you know, is not really there's not very much continuity in in most Star Trek. It's you know episodes are basically self contained stories, and uh, but Gargoyles is very much like Next Generation in a weird way. They share half the cast even. Because uh, Fra- Jonathan Frakes is in that, so is um, Michael Dorn, who plays Worf. He's also in it. I believe Maria Sirtis does a voice in that as well. Like a lot of Next Generation Star Trek uh, voice act- do voice acting in Gargoyles. The shows are kind of similar in a lot of ways, too. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I did. I-, I played more Magic the Gathering. I played more Pokemon. That does sound like you. I, I like Magic the Gathering. It's a fun game. Um, I-, I played. I downloaded Skyrim again. <laughs> I've been playing Skyrim. I think the Skyrim's a thing you Skyrim is a thing you play to get over um emotional damage. So what's what who hurt you? Uh I don't know one did hurt. I mean the, a cold? I've been this cold has knocked me on my ass. So I guess that's that's, uh, that's fine. about it. Um mm, I'm trying to revise a book before I go I leave for Christmas. Leave my house for Christmas. See if that gets done. It's a book about a soccer death cult. Soccer death cult. Mm-hmm. I like it. I, I, I wasn't sure. It's been a while since I read it, so I came back and read it. I like it. It's fun. It's a fun book. Mm. Mm, not much else to say. Great to talk about guts. Nickelodeon guts. We can talk about that, too. There's plenty plenty of guts to go around. Yeah. There's especially in this book. Jesus. Uh, we can, we'll move on to our final segment. It is time for Nerbo Book Club. Nerbo Book Club is the part of the show where Eric and I assign a logger collector work and discuss it in depth like a book, like you would a book in a book club, except it's a comic book in a comic book club. Right, Eric? Mm-hmm. You a book club. Buh, buh, buh. I'm struggling with words. We, uh, we are discussing Berserk, volumes one through three, by Guitar Mira, manga from... Or manga, if or, you're or manga. A, uh, an uncultured swine. <laughs> That's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, came out in the first 1989. Ran for a very long time. God, 1989. Um, I had no idea it was that 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 old. Apparently, Eric tells me this is not the right berserk. I did not realize it wouldn't get to the fucking point in three. It took all three volumes to get to where I thought we would get to after a very short period of time. I mean, I would just say do not necessarily judge Berserk 
by this. I feel like the best story in it, at least that I'm aware of, is still pretty early in the series because we're starting to get to it at the end of this. Okay. But that is what you, I wanted you to experience. Okay. This is, this is, but were you expecting me not to like this? These three? I was volumes? expecting you to not really like what was in this. <laughs> uh, because I do think, like, when... I can't remember... I don't know. I simultaneously kind of think, remember the first episode, which is the story of him killing the snake guy. I remember thinking it was really awesome, uh, but also, like, also I kind of didn't like it, and it became a very different thing after, because it becomes all his backstory, um, and as it sets up in here, it's the story of his betrayal. Um, and it's a thing I always really liked, because kind of what Berserk is... And I think the reason that it was always great is that it's kind of a Conan the Barbarian story, except the whole story has been done to sell. Like, Conan just sort of is magic strong, you know? Mm -hmm. And he always wins. And Guts, which always, it always seems weird to me um, to call him Guts, but I suppose that is what his fucking name is. I the, the the translation that I read long ago, he was Gatsu, which is more, you know, it's the phonetic Japanese of, of guts. So like whatever. Mm. Um, God, which how, where was I going with this? I'm losing my perspicacity. Where did I lead off before I started talking about his stupid ass name? You're talking about Conan and how Conan is uh, just yeah. always wins. Like He's magically strong. Yeah, the, the 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 backstory like there's there's I think good and interesting things and character work and like there's it's not just watching a guy be a badass all the time as much as it's a lot of story that sells why he acts the way he acts and why he is as strong as he is and it's I mean, viewed through that lens, is it's one of the reasons that I've always justified to myself uh, why it's good. In addition to that, I think even this early manga is really extremely well drawn. And the stuff Kentaro Mira does later makes this look like absolute dog shit. <laughs> the, he is a master craftsman. The art is just absolutely astounding. And I I don't know. It's one of the reasons like he would notoriously take forever to deliver a new a new chapter of Berserk. I did another reason that the anime I think is superior. Oh, is it? Puck is not in it. There's no puck in the anime? There's no puck in the anime. Do you not like Puck? Um, I think he doesn't fit tonally in this story it makes no sense that he exists i don't particularly have a problem with a little naked twinkie elf boy like i think that do fundamentally elves, that is fine do elves have a gender i do not know that because uh, he doesn't like, he doesn't have genitalia he just has a butt i feel like 
that is just Japanese censorship. Okay, <laughs> I just, I'm just, I just is a question. I don't know. I don't think that is. We're literally supposed to. <coughs> I don't think we're literally supposed to. They just. He, and I think, like, I don't know, Akira Toriyama obviously drew a lot of little boy dick, um, much to our discomfort. <laughs> um, but I think just, I don't know, it's weird enough that it's like this little live, bo- live little body twinking around, <laughs> sprinkling fairy dust on his on his his little archback challenge booty. I like Puck. I'm surprised you're a strange person. I like Why? Puck. I, what, what is your I justification? Well, for liking is it, Puck? Is it, is, it because, is it because he's a good person? Yes. That is entirely the reason. And that's what I think justifies his existence, in, especially early on in this book, where we mm. just have, you know, you, you're, you, you know we, we'll, we are beginning to get his origin story by the, at the very end of these volumes. And I assume, you know, when we see, you know, we got just the very beginning of it is the most brutal grimmest thing mm-hmm. i could possibly imagine he was yes. born from a hanged corpse yes and adopted and then raised to murder people from three years old like they gave him a giant sword and his leader slash master is just like yeah i'm just gonna hit you in the head with a sword he's six dude maybe calm down he's like no he's gotta learn I'm going to teach him how to learn. I'm going to teach him how to murder by hitting him in with a sword when he's six I'm years old. Him. I'm going to learn him good. So, mm-hmm. obviously, I imagine as we get through yeah, the Gam- origin Gambino, story. He would, Gambino would definitely learn him. Yeah. He'd learn him good. When we when we get more of that, I assume I'm going to, you know, like Guts more, as a, more than just as a force of nature, no, which is what he is at this point. No, exactly. That That is the problem. That is where the anime... It, it, it gets into his character very a lot quicker because several chapters of just like, oh, everybody needs to die and I'm the big choppy guy. It's like this is not really good. Um, and it kind of it, it should be edited out, but it does like at least kind of tell you important things. <laughs> but all of this stuff is much better and tonally consistent when it's revealed in backstory that i like here all that being said Mm. i didn't i didn't i didn't hate this i like it i i like i don't like love it uh and i don't i think if i was in a different frame of mind i'd probably would this i would go i can't read this right now uh because it's so brutal and grim um but It, it is a it is an ugly world yeah, and it goes. It's very far out of its way to show you it's that. It's very, you know, great Game of Thrones, uh, dark, 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 mm-hmm. low fantasy kind of thing going on. Um, but you know, Puck is there to kind of lighten the mood a little bit, and Puck is there to talk, frankly, because Guts doesn't say anything except "I must kill everyone" or "I've got to kill these specific." you know, demons or demon men, men who have become corrupted or, you know, whatever people have hurt him. And Puck is there to kind of talk through him and like, Hey, like, Hey man, why don't you just like be a good guy and like help people? Like you're really good at fighting. Like maybe use that to help people once in a while. It's okay. Maybe don't shove this dude's corpse into like his little daughter <laughs> maybe, maybe don't just 
maybe don't just like set, like look at how much your demon father is bleeding. Isn't that crazy? Don't maybe mm. don't do that. Like Puck is like, hey, maybe. So that voice, I appreciate it. I don't really care. You know, he's a little flying elf dude. He's fun. He's good. He's a pure. He's he's a representation of goodness in this world that is utterly bad. So I'll take it. You know, that's. I think that is correct. He is a he's a good little guy. Mm. He just hasn't he just hasn't lived. Oh, I see. Okay, guts. <laughs> guts. <laughs> guts has had an awful life. Yeah, I imagine he he has earned his grumpiness and the 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 things that the things that he's dealing with are, I mean, they're they're literally monsters that. You know, not only do they sacrifice people to people that have fucked him over, it's 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 rough going. I I see what Kentaro Miura because I know the underpinnings of this. I see what he's trying to do, but I also see it failing horribly. Um, it feels really very generic like look at this badass guy with a sword kind of thing mm-hmm. where that is always what was so interesting about about guts in 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 this story is you bought when he would do something insane you believed it you know it it that was always what was so interesting about it i mean the action in this is spectacular it is. He's a. He's a. I mean, even even baby Kentaro Miura is a fantastic artist, and he. I don't know. He can make some gross, interesting looking bad guys. I mean, I, I think that's part of the charm and why I like it is that mm. I. It's these guys are big thing monsters. They're like hell. There's Hellraiser in here. Yeah. There's, there's Cronenberg body horror. You know, there's all of that stuff. Clive Barker. I, I like all that stuff. There's a lot of horror in this. I like that. Um, it is definitely horrifying. Uh, I, you know, the big tentacle monsters that, you know, are swinging axes around and big giant, you know, literally giants, giant men who are trying to, they can't fight. They can't beat uh, guts. So they have to get the help of a demon. That's straight up. He goes, then they go to hell. I mean, what's not to like? Mm. They go to hell, Eric, and it's not. Hey, and I would give it, even give it this. It's not that boring ass fire hell. It is Hellraiser two, like Euclidean nightmare hell. I like that too. And there's, there's those guys might as well be Cenobites. That's fine with me. Uh, they're. I don't know. It's odd that they're introduced to us as readers that way because I don't know. I've. I'm starting to feel like because the Berserk anime has been rebooted a couple of times. Mm-hmm. There's been a movie and there's been this or that. And they like I was made aware of these things on um, like the Internet talked about them and they were on Netflix and all this stuff. And I mean, it was bad. It was badly made. It was badly directed. And even like maybe it was badly written. But like the original anime is, I think as strong as this manga is, at least in parts of it. Like I think it absolutely touches brilliance. Um, the anime is the the best version of it because it's like this. But if someone edited out 
all the crap and told a better story within this framework. Because everything I look at here, like I, I'm, I'm enjoying hearing you talk about it, and it makes sense why you you might enjoy it. I, I, I mean, and, and I do think that it is, it's got a lot of good to it, but I, I just it feels like a failed version of a much better thing that was my introduction to these characters in this world. I think it's interesting that this is the way he starts it, not just, you know, the straight up what mm. we get at the very end, which is an origin story. He starts it in media res, but in media res with butchering. <laughs> just, yeah. There's, I don't know how many people in this are chopped in half. It's, well, I mean, it's, it's, that's the, that's the guts power move there. Just you one know. slice, boom, in half. They do a lot of talking about that sword i do think that they keep repeating that line about like it's a heap of iron or whatever it is he says i think it's interesting that they keep saying that over and over i mean it's it's a it's it's kind of a symbol just as much as he is it's it you know Mm -hmm. it's representative of his power and when he doesn't when he can't hold the sword it you know there is the there's even in the the scenes we see where he gets his hand his hand gets mangled he picks it up with his damn mouth it was i loved that that i did never i had never seen before because there's huge chunks of this i haven't read i i fucking loved that that's that is def that's a, that's a guts moment that's his character he is like i mean it's a it's a motif in a lot of manga you know and it's like a a cultural motif even you know the 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 ridiculous tenacity fighting fighting spirit yeah you know it's it's uh, it's in their culture for sure and guts is one of the most crazy tenacious characters I've ever and it's very compelling, you know. Um I don't know. It it it's it's a a complete trope in manga and anime, but uh, it, it is a thing like at least with with characters like Guts. I'm I'm a sucker for it. I fall for it every time. I mean, it's not exclusively an eastern thing either. It's not exclusively Japanese like it's it, it's it, not, but it's it, like it, it reminds me of Punisher. Frankly, this does. Mm-hmm. It reminds me yeah. of that ribs gone, <laughs> not broken. Guts is guts is very much that kind of person. I that's the thing though. Like I I feel like I feel like they do a better job of selling it because like that I don't know that that oh ribs gone like I just I don't know I just roll my eyes. I can't even I can't even with that bullshit. I think I think I don't I, I do you okay, I'll ask you this. You're talking a lot about how how the anime is so much better. Mm. I don't th- I don't I think this is good. I like this. I don't I like it's not like a masterpiece or anything, but I don't think it's bad. I think it's, and I don't think it's a bad introduction to this character. Honestly, it's not. I would continue reading this. I would not. This has not hmm. turned me off of this. Of the, of you're acting like this is like, uh, so totally setting the tone wrong. I'm like, I don't. 
I don't see the bad in it. I mean, it's sure it's incredibly violent and dark, but I, I, from what the very little I knew about Berserk, about all this stuff, about these characters, I knew it was extraordinarily violent and dark. I, and I, there was, there's enough light there. I think there's enough, like, little bits of light in here that I think it's worth, you know, it, it, and the fact that, that this third volume does end with that one chapter of, of Guts as like a, as a little boy and we get to see the beginning of his origin story. Um, I don't, I, I like certainly the art is the shining point. There's not that much writing in this thing. It's mostly, it's mostly just like here, uh, what gets us from this set piece to this set piece to this set piece. Oh, there's this little, this disfigured mad scientist guy. He's gonna save guts from this this time when guts is surrounded. <laughs> this little guy is gonna save him and give him this weird demon stone. But there is an air of mystery around all of this. You, I want to know what happened. I, you know, I I want to know why he, how he got the brand. I want to know, you know, how he got this way. I don't necessarily mind that I'm like kind of in the dark about all this stuff. I kind of like the mystery. Um. The the the, the 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 mystery is always there, you know that that is a pretty crucial part of it. I mean, I think um, I I don't know if you hadn't seen the anime first, I don't know if you would have you'd be so. Uh, sounds- I mean, yes, but had had you seen if you had seen the superior version of a thing, you're getting an inferior version of. Would would you not say something? Mm, but Eric, here counterpoint. This came first. This was the original. This is this game. This was made before an anime existed. You know, Adaptation. I know. I know how writing in, in television works. <laughs> no, I I get that. It's just Ours. I'm more disappointed that we've picked a selection. It's a little bit anemic to talk about, and I wanted to go over more material than this. And I feel like we're not we're barely getting into what this is. I wanted to, I wanted you to see what it is. Well, Eric, the problem is this thing is like a billion years long, and I don't know if we're going to get any of that unless we read all of it. Did we don't you don't need to read all of it. There's a, I mean, a definite I, arc. I don't kind of want to, honestly, at this point, eventually. Mm-hmm. Said so I kind of want to eventually. I like it. I find that interesting. Why? Why are you so surprised that I like this? It's not bad. It's... I really, I'm surprised when you like any manga. What? Because you don't read a lot of it, and I've read a lot. I I don't think I've disliked any manga we've ever read. I understand that. Let me let me be pleasantly surprised. No. No. Okay. You're a silly bastard. I'm getting a lot of Darth Vader nose in my feeds lately. Really? I think it's just because Star Wars is coming out soon. I mean, people are people are talking about Star Wars. <laughs> There's a lot of Baby Yodas and prequels. And mm-hmm. Everyone's watching the Star Wars movies again. In in the run up for the movie, oh, I I don't know. I I like I yeah. Like I don't read a lot of manga because there's so much of it. It's just it's very uh, um intimidating. Mm-hmm. It's very intimidating. Well, not not knowing what to what to look at i mean there are like you go and look at the bookstore and there's nine thousand different brightly colored books that all sound 90 percent the same 
I mean, I literally I was at the Japanese bookstore in town yesterday, and I went mm-hmm. I walked by the the manga wall, and I was just like, oh, that's. I wish I could, I could I could you know if I really spent you know a lot of time studying up on what's the you know what are the what are the foundational mangas I should read for this and this and this and this and this genre and this genre and this genre and mm-hmm. then I could eventually read up and eventually but I also have to follow all of Western comics and I also have to do many other things in my life so I feel I'm, like it was it was easier uh, once upon a time because we ha- we kind of had fewer curators um you know people would be it it, it, it's something that someone found and became obsessed with and did their own fan translations of and smuggled to the united states on vhs tapes or whatever you know it it um there was so much fewer stuff coming over because they could only bring over so much um Nowadays, they're they'll just bring over a hundred thousand books, and it all looks so similar. Like even the I don't know, it it does seem like even like the stuff that I do end up watching on Crunchyroll or reading here or there, it feels like I would never pick it out of a lineup. It's it it's I don't I I I don't know. I really have to depend on other people on what to check up on i would dr stone i would never have looked at um what's that the rise of the shield hero would never have looked at that i don't know it's it's shocking the way some of this stuff works out all i want is the middle-aged man adopting a cat slice of life manga still not translated thank you where do you really need do do you really need that in english yes I think you can just you can just enjoy it in Japanese. I want to know what he's saying to the cat. I mean, he's Eric. saying you're he's saying you're a kitty. Eric, what is he you're saying? You're a good little meow meow. What is he saying to the cat? Um, I don't know. I I like just pretend you're a cat and you don't understand. Okay, good, fair, fair point. Uh, I like Berserk. I like this arc. I like, I mean, it's because of this, like the, you know, I, I was getting a little bit bored by just the chopping in half, but then they went to hell and they met all these, you know, weird, corrupted, uh, people. And that clearly guts knows some of them from, you know, his, his time as a human, <laughs> their times, I, I should say their time as a human, I guess, mm-hmm. before they get turned into monsters. Um, but big giant Cronenberg monsters in this weird, terrible, uh, place. You know what this book did, did remind me a lot of, Eric. What's maybe that? it's maybe it's just because you recommended it. It reminded me of Meta Barons a lot. Yeah, I mean, yes, <laughs> I I can I can see it. You know, I feel like I was even invoking Meta Barons Meta Barons when I was talking about um, Frank Miller earlier. You were, but this is. It's not quite the multi-generational story, but Guts Guts would be right at home in with the Meta Barons. He's exactly the kind of over-the-top, um, tenacious, insane character as all of them. You know, it's... it's Okay, Eric, question for you. I love questions. Go. You have a choice. Uh-huh. Guts or Steelhead? 
what what is what is your question? You get to pick one. Pick one to what? To take me to the prom? <laughs> sure, if that's what you'd like. I mean, just your favorite. But if you rather, if it, if the question oh, is, who would you rather? By, which is my favorite character of the two is yes. definitely guts. Okay. Or you could, which would you rather have? Okay, the second question, which would you rather take you to prom? That's a good question. Probably neither. <laughs> I mean, Steelhead Steelhead does clean up nice. We've seen that. We've That's seen true. him in his uh, his formal his formal um, his formal dress. It's true. Guts. I feel like there there is there is a story in his past where there is like a ball or something, and I think Guts elects not to go. I can't remember a hundred percent what happens. So if you choose Guts, you just go by yourself. Is actually what happens. Yeah, he's not. He's he's an emotionally damaged man, the poor fella. Um, I think that's part of why. I think that's the other similarity. It's very much like. I, it, I think I think the comparison to the Meta Barons is an interesting one, because I think from a character perspective, the 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 Meta Barons they all identify. They're like, I am the greatest warrior. And Guts really doesn't care about that. He just, he just always kind of does what he has to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Like he had to survive when he was young. And it's just like his tenacity is keeping him alive. And he, like when, when Puck watches him fight that guy and he's like, oh my God, he's a, he's actually a very skilled swordsman. Well, I mean, he became a very skilled swordsman, not because he had this sort of idea of himself, like, oh, I'm a warrior. He's like, no, I just kind of want to be left alone, and I never get that. And that's, I don't know. I was just, just kind of brewing that while I was thinking about the Meta Barons. It's very much, he just never gets it. He never gets it. And the, the certainly the brand, that that becomes a part of it. He's... It feels way more harrowing. It feels way more harrowing than um, than I remember. You know, um, it 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 feels like he's just. I don't know. I feel that that unrest. I feel it. It feels scarier than than it was in the anime. Uh, well, Eric, I have good news for you. Good news? Yeah, I have good news for you. You want mm-hmm. us to read the a different arc? Well, luckily this is our show. It we're, is. We're in charge. Yep, you and me. We're in charge. We're both EVPs. <laughs> <laughs> we're both EVPs. We don't have to. Art. We don't have to kick our ideas up to uh, Big Papa Podcast. <laughs> there's uh, no Tony Khan. There's no Tony Khans here. There's, there's no, no Tony Khan. There's no Eric Bischoffs here. There's no Dusty oh, Rhodes yeah. here. I'm now. I'm quoting an all Steve Stone Cold Steve Austin promo from ECW. Um, we can do that, and we will. We'll we'll read more of Berserk, and we'll discuss your your treasured little favorite thing. That's probably also not as good as that anime that you watched once. Hey, I would not. I I would have. I would be okay letting it be different. I just I wanted the specific thing I wanted to show you, and I didn't get to show you. That's well, that's where I'm butthurt about well, it. Maybe you should go ahead and look at the mangas ahead of time and tell me what's the right thing. So I don't. I thought I thought surely, 
surely he would get to it with three whole books. Well, it's not the case. Eric, I hate to break it to you. There were many men that needed to be chopped in half. Well, you have not seen the half of it, brother. I have not seen the half of it. So I was in the, in the, in the whole sort of realm of manga, I was looking at um, what one piece has come out. And I looked, I was looking at what I was familiar with Mm -hmm. and what I had read slash watched. Yes. Versus what has come out since I fell off. And my God, there is like, I have, I felt like I had poured through a lot of one piece. I have seen less than a third of what currently exists. I was in animated form. I saw there was a a thread on someone on my Twitter had asked, "Hey, I I I from what he had gathered about One Piece, he's like this seems and it's it seems like an interesting anime slash manga. What should I you know? Is there a reading? Is there a guide out there for what I what is the canon? You know what should I consume? And someone replied to him, "Read the manga up to up to five sixty one. And then mm-hmm. switch over to the anime. Or maybe it's backwards. Maybe it was anime up to 561 and then switch over to the manga. But, yeah, there's a lot of One Piece. I mean, it has been running for officially 20 years at this point. It's a lot of it's a lot of Essentially uh, a single creator. It's a lot of pirates. It is. It is. It's... I don't know. I'm actually excited to kind of fall back into one piece i mean i would be excited to read it uh again i think it's got to be at least still pretty good it's gonna be weird and fun i would hope but i'm 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 actually encouraged that uh you are interested in reading more berserk yeah i like i like this it is a christmas miracle it is a i mean this is good i don't know i mean it's not like (laughs) it's not deep but i don't really care i expect to be ashamed of uh everything that i that i enjoy oh well eric i don't know if you realize this i like most of the things you like and you like most of the things i like it there's a lot i mean at this this point we have definitely kind of they've our tastes have grown together quite a lot and this has a lot of things I like. I like Conan the Barbarian. I like uh, Hellraiser. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like uh, big goopy monsters with swords. Uh, I like nutcases with like crossbow turrets built yeah. into their arm. The gun arm. Gun arm. Cannon arm. Cannon arm. I like that. I'm all mm-hmm. for this. I'm I'm for Puck. Even I like Puck. I don't dislike him. I just he's a strange thing. I wonder if he's gonna stick around. Hmm? I wonder if he's gonna stick around. Oh yeah, God. He's in it for hundreds of, of issues. Oh good. I for like for sure. Great. I like Puck. I hope Puck <laughs> Puck does not go away. I want him to have a in happy fact, life. They add a lot more surprisingly cute characters, but it also gets even grimmer somehow. Well, I mean, I immediately assume that whenever we encounter it from this point on i mean I, even it didn't take for long for me to recognize the pattern i'm like oh we met a guest character a supporting character they're gonna get brutally murdered somehow it's really there's not a whole lot of that 
You know, it's it's not about those kind of characters and those kind of interactions, but it is it is kind of it becomes about him interacting with the world and the demons and the monsters. And I don't know. I know much later he gets some um, various allies and various other things. And it's it's interesting. It's I don't know. I'm I'm eager to at the very least go over the story of uh, like Guts's background and the band of the Hawk. Very, very good. Very, very good. Um, I don't know. I'm excited for it. I like Berserk. And we, we will read more of it in the future. Um, but before we get to more, more comic books, Eric, there's very, something very important we have to take care of in our next episode. Is it, is it that time already? It is that time. It is, again, once again, time for the Handsome Boys Comics Hour award show that we, every year... What's it called? What's it called? Every year we have to call it the Handies, because we decided to do that six years ago. I think it's great. I'm regretting that decision more every year. Well, I mean, I, I I just heard it from on high. We have been named the EVPs. We can't change it to something else. <laughs> I think it's great. Okay. Well, we give out our handies for the best comic books. <laughs> you can just change it. For the year 20... You literally don't have to call it that. For the year 2019, uh, we're going to do that, our end of year award show, um, which I think are much more uh, prestigious uh, than the Eisners or the Harveys. We're clearly the best, most important awards, comics mm-hmm. award show. Uh, but we'll be doing that at the end of the year. So no book club for next time. Probably do more Berserk for the time after that if you want to read ahead. Probably do the next few uh, books of Berserk if you are interested in reading along. And beyond that, maybe some Morrison Batman. I'm eager for that garbage as well. I've been eyeing it. It's a lot, Eric. I hope you're ready. Yeah. It's a lot. It both, I mean, that literally and figuratively, like, there's a lot of comic books, but it's also very, there's a lot of Morrison in there. It's going to be exhausting. Yeah. Um, but next time, board show, um, I think I'll do it for us. Um, you can find all our stuff at our website. It's com. Links to our Facebook, facebook.com slash Hour, Our Twitter, at HBCHour. And you can email us comics at gmail.com. Uh, if you like the show, please give it a five-star review, subscribe, tell your friends. Um, those things help. They help us out. They help us find new listeners, and we really appreciate uh, you taking the time to do that for us. Um, you can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. My website is RobbieDorman.com. You can find everything I do there, my other podcasts, and you can buy my books there. Links to my to my newest novel, Underneath, A Story of Paranoia and Terror in, the, in Antarctica, a Science Lab Run Amok. Great. Not a great purchase for... Christmas present for horror fans in your life. People like the thing, the terror and body horror in general. Eric, where can they find you and your things online? What a great question. You can see my portfolio on freewillunlimited.com. And most of the things I get up to on ericzgoodnight.com that includes Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. That's the one I'm looking for. There you go. Um, I am known on all three services as Easy Goodnight. With that, folks, we will call today. Have a good one. Rock and roll.